0: Everyone, your designers are here. I'm Anita at Cedar Hill Farmhouse. And I'm Yvonne at Stone Gable. And I'm Kelly at My Soulful Home. We've got tips and tricks and decorating advice for you today. So let's get
1: started. This is episode 188 Mixing Styles Like a Pro. And we're really excited to give you some ideas and inspiration and, of course, tips and tricks on how to do just this, that this is really the way that you need to be decorating these days. Nobody's got just one look in their house anymore. And um, there's definitely some ways to go about mixing it in the right fashion. So you've come to the right place to learn how to do that.
0: Right. And the show notes for today's episode can be found at decoratingtipsandtricks.com slash 188. Okay, who wants to
2: kick it off? I do, because this is in my wheelhouse. Okay. I love... What exactly is a wheelhouse? Anyway? <laughs> well,
1: I, I that say myself. that, and I'm like, what? What does that mean? Anyway.
2: Oh, that means it's, it's just... How about up our alley? Up our alley, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> This is up our alley. I don't know if I've ever had a wheelhouse, but Mm -hmm. okay. But I I definitely had an alley. So we've lived next to one. (laughs) So I understand that. Okay. I do agree. There are very few pure decorating styles anymore because it sort of looks... Uh, like I think of a museum when I think of that, like all done in one style um, because there's so many uh, manufacturers of, of furniture and accents and home decor pieces that they, the sky's sort of the limit. They can make so many different things. And I think um, for me, mixing my styles is uh, gives uh stone gable. It's unique look. And oh, I yeah. absolutely love it. So I've no, got I think my-
0: you're, I think you're right about that. I mean, not many people stick to just one particular style. And I think the day for that is really over. I think it's all about having your own unique style, which means a mixture, a little bit of this style, a little bit of that, so that you're creating this just very unique look. So you have a very unique stone gable look that's beautiful, unique, and it works for you.
1: Okay. So how, do, how does the everybody listening, if they haven't already achieved this, how do they do it?
2: Well, you know, here's here's the, the your this should be your goal that I and mind view a room as a whole and not piece together. Yeah, good point. So how do all those elements work together, right? Mm-hmm.
0: Well, I think one way you can unify it if you have a couple of different styles you're pulling together in the room is a limited color palette. You unify two different styles with the same colors. And that is how you can make different styles really work together. And that really, to be honest, is my biggest secret with putting different styles together in a room.
1: That limited color palette comes up all the time. and it, But just, it, it works. Yeah, I, exactly. I'm emphasizing that we're not repeating ourselves. It's the fact that it is foundational to great design and now achieving this mixture of styles to create your own individual style. I think you're absolutely spot on, Nita Jane. Mm-hmm. No, thank you. Yep, yep. Because if you've got, particularly if you've got a mixture of styles and furniture, uh, design and age, uh, you know, you could have some something lucite next to something, you know, Louis Philippe or something like that. So you've got a lot going on in there. If you've also got a a mishmash of colors, that's just going to all seem disjointed and it's going to seem more like, you know, a gift shop or a furniture store than a home.
0: Yeah. And I think another tip I'm going to give just like using a limited color palette is to not mix real heavy furniture with real light airy furniture. So if you have mm, especially a very, if they're next door to each other, Anita, right? Right, right, right. So if you have a very airy, leggy French chair, you don't want to put it next to some some big, solid club chair that's just really big and, and clunky because they're just gonna feel like they
1: don't go together. And, and you want to know why that is all happening? Listen why? to our episode
2: on symmetry Cym- oh. 186. <laughs> that's right. And here's your mantra. Every piece in my room should get along. Oh, oh that. yeah. mm-hmm. that's what you should be thinking because it's great to mix styles, but you know, you don't want a fussy formal uh, chair or a fussy formal sofa with something that's very minimalistic and um, or and big and clunky and that doesn't work but you could have uh, a sofa from that same period let's say like I know you girls have sort of victorian almost looking. Uh, sofa settees, but they would go very well with like a modern uh, sling type chair if you put two of them together because they are of the same visual weight. And we talk about visual weight all the time. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. Mine are not
2: Victorian. They're French. Oh, I'm sorry. French. I'm sorry. Very, very different. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yes. 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 I did know they were French. (laughs) Oh, okay. but 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 that same sort of silhouette, somewhat silhouette comes to mind.
0: -hmm. Um, Right, and and how about this thought too? You want some tension, but not too much. So you want some diversity in the room, some difference, some tension. But if it's too much, it's just it it goes toward
1: fighting. And that's what you don't want. So you want things that just I'm thinking kind of, of like an interesting dinner party where you invite interesting guests and you sort of seat people next to each other right. that will inspire each other and they might they might have an engaging conversation, but they're not gonna go fist to cuffs over, you know, who voted for who or something like right. that. They are gonna have, you know, in some sort of engaging, they're gonna learn something from each other and they're going to enjoy the evening. Like your furnishings could make each other better <laughs> by being mm-hmm, next to each mm-hmm, other. That's mm-hmm. what
2: you want. That's the magic. That's where that comes in. And, you know, I, this is how every room in my house is decorated. It doesn't have, I don't think it has much. I mean, I would call it sort of uh, classic transitional. And uh, because it has a little bit of farmhouse, because it's a nod to where we live. I like I like a little bit of uh, industrial I also, you know, like maybe a little something, a little more fussy or oddball in my, in my um, home. And, you know, those are the pieces that sometimes I build around. Like I build my, I built my um, dining room around a buffet that really doesn't look like anything else in my house. But, you know, I just build it. I built that room with that piece in mind, something in their pieces are very different, but they all have about the same visual weight and they don't fight each other because their the color palette is similar. And I think that is like you said, Anita, that is a very big thing. Well, and I like, for example,
0: to have several places in my house. I have a beautiful, elegant, leggy French chair, and it's on top of a cowhide rug. So to me, that works, but they're really different looks. And I remember one time I had a stylist and a photographer here for a particular magazine, and I was laughing because I could hear the photographer talking to the stylist in the other room saying, do you want me to move that cowhide out of the way so it doesn't show up? <laughs> and she said, no, it's fine. But uh, so, it, you know, it's fun putting some things together that maybe wouldn't normally go together. And so try it and then go with my suggestion. Take a picture of it if you put some different styles together and see if it's working for you. I think if you look at the picture, you'll
2: know if it's working or not. Mm-hmm. That is that is just like, that's got to be one of our number one tips of all time, Anita, is that taking a picture, you know, and when you're also, when you're talking about um, building a room with uh, mixing styles, sometimes, you know, you just take that that piece that's a little more odd, like I said, like my buffet and that's what you build your whole room around you start that's a really actually a good place to start because you don't want that oddball piece put in as an afterthought because you might not have chosen your furniture to sort of match and work with or not match but play nicely with the rest of the furniture in that room so that's so so important Right,
0: when you're using these different styles together, you do have to be very mindful of is it working, is it not working? You can't just assume everything's going to go together in the room. So you do have to step back and and say, is this working together? So I think that's an excellent point.
2: I you know, I was trying to think is there like a formula for this? You know, obviously I, I don't think it should be a 50-50 or a 20-20-20-20. I think that you have to, I think you have to have more of one style than another. I to pull so this agree.
1: I would say 60-40, 70-30 something. You're going to have to, you have to have your Wait a base. minute. There were so many numbers. <laughs> well, I mean, when I say 60-40, 70-30, that I okay. mean 60, more than or 70, half. Okay. Right. More right. than half of it. Is one style. Yeah. I don't think I, you can have 10% of everything.
0: Right. Exactly. And I've even heard the
1: rule 80% to one particular style. So, mm-hmm.
0: so you could even go more.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Again, I'll, I'll I'll since I'm using my dining room. My dining room has a it's very, it's very eclectic. It has a very transitional, uh, like like I would say traditional slash farmhouse slash it's a little formal, but I just wanted to make sure that most of my furniture looked pretty contemporary, looked pretty, you know, what I'm saying that I mean, more like tr- uh, traditional classic um, furnishings that have a little bit of a contemporary feel to it. So this very different um, uh, buffet, probably from the late 1800s, early 1900s, and I painted it it does look different, but the weight of it's the same. So that's sort of the piece that sticks out. Do you know what I'm saying? Everything else, I wanted to have more of a classic slash contemporary feel. The same with my living room. It, it's very sort of classic. And I do have a couple of like more chippy pieces. And I actually have an industrial um a small bookshelf in there, a shelving unit in there that I don't put books on. I just have it a little bit decorated just to give it a little bit of edge because I tend to want to want to decorate a little more formally. That's just sort of how I go. And I really, I know that about myself and I don't necessarily like the end product, but I I really like it when I can realize that and go, okay, I've got to add something else that's a little more edgy to it.
1: Don't you just love a great recommendation from a friend? Well, we're delighted to be recommending these companies and their wonderful products to you today. And let them know your friends at DTT sent you.
0: Yeah, I think that's a fun mix. I really love mixing something rustic with refined. And to me, that is that special secret sauce that makes a room work. If you are, if I just went with French style in a room and it was all kind of a high-end French, I don't want it to look like Versailles. So I think you really do have to be careful when doing it, especially if it's something kind of feminine or frilly or Frenchy. I think the room can really feel out of balance pretty quickly if you don't throw in some more grounded pieces that aren't so airy and ethereal. So that's why I really like throwing in maybe some industrial things or something rustic, something from a From a farm, like a real dough bowl, a real old wicker basket or old dough bowl, or I already said that. But anyway, just something rustic wood or maybe
2: some old crates, something like that. Mm Mm-hmm. I also I I think you're so right, Anita. And sometimes that comes into it. We also have to be careful when you're mixing styles, uh, thinking about scale. You want them to be in the same ballpark. You don't want anything that sticks out as being too small or too big. And again, that goes to balance. And we talked about that uh, uh, two podcasts ago. Um, all, and here's another thing you have to incorporate the style into the room. You don't want something that looks like, Oh, there's that big sign. I wonder what that's doing there. You want a little bit of whatever styles you're using, not only to play together well, but to be uh, distributed through the room. So that it looks like they're part of the room. You know, you right. just and, don't want one certain thing in one area, and then have nothing else in the room that looks like it.
0: Yeah, and right. I think it's fun to have a classic look. Uh, maybe if you have a traditional room, and throw in some uh, contemporary art, for example, to give it just a little bit, kind of a different feel. And that, like I said, mixing the styles. But I think that's a great way to add something. A oh, different I style
2: love people. that, Anita. That's mm-hmm. that's right up my alley.
1: I like everything that you guys are saying and I'm down with all of it. And uh, as far as I am concerned, I have my larger pieces of furniture are more traditional and they're vintage and they're antique. And they, I definitely have a sofa that has those Victorian lines and then I have the Brugere chairs and then I have those two <laughs> crazy chairs that we've called Victoria and Albert, the ones that are all carved with the little <laughs> crowns on the top on the other side. So what I did was I mixed in, because uh, I like to have a little a little glam with my farmhouse, and I like to have, you know, obviously the old patina and all of that. But to add in the glam, I did a very streamlined brushed gold coffee table, which was super inexpensive, um, but it looks great. You know, it's like it's like when you can find a really inexpensive little black dress and just because of the simplicity of it, it looks a lot more expensive than it is. Mm-hmm. I think that's how I would, that's how I feel about my coffee table. I love it. It doesn't have any frou-frou, it's metal, it's brushed gold on the top and it's really, really simple. And I love how that plays against the uh, Victorians. Sofa that I have with the you know sort of the curvy lines and and all of that, um, and then I brought in a little bit more glam, just in a few pops. Like I have this gazing globe, which would be something someone would put in the garden, right? Yeah, sitting next to my Shakespeare bust right on the hearth of the mantle. So that's just a little glimmer, little something. And then um, I have some sconces that have some gold on them. And then I've brought in some other just small accessories, like some votives with uh, the mercury glass in the gold around the room. So I'm pretty much visualizing my living room when I'm sharing all this. But it's the same sort of idea throughout all the rooms. So I would say I probably have 70% vintage traditional Furnishings. And then I have probably have about 20% of the glammy stuff going on, and it, it, a mixture of 20 to 30%. And then the extra 10% are the really beat up rustic stuff, like, you know, the olive buckets and the watering cans and things like that. And um, I find that that is really working nicely for me. I, I, you definitely have to have a foundation, a larger foundation in one style. So your foot should be planted firmly, one foot should be planted firmly in one style for sure.
2: Mm-hmm. And you yeah, know, it's, it's that juxtaposition. And we talk about that all the time. And I was thinking about your coffee table with your more, um, a more ornate furniture. It just gives your eye probably a little place to rest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I, and I just love that. But there is, I don't, I don't think that any two styles can't be mixed. I think you can mix you know, any two or three styles together. It's just the proportion and it's what you mix It's, you know, I don't know the, you know, you were talking about what, like eight, uh, 80, 20, 70, 30 is a good, good mix. I, I must say, I don't know that I have quite 30%. I might have 20%, but it's really fun to pick up things. Like I, like I said here again, classic styling, um, So it makes it really fun when I go shopping because I can shop at a vintage shop. I can shop at these little stores that that we have in our area that are so prevalent, that have a lot of, you know, um, architectural design type of things, or I can shop at Pottery Barn. And so it makes, when I need something, sort of the sky's the limit. So I have to look around my house and go, okay, what? What would look nice and what would play well in this room? Or what uh, What do you think I need to add to this if I need like a new chair or something like, like I just got two new chairs for my family room. Um, definitely, they're a little different, um, but they're going to mix well with the style I have.
1: Yeah. I think. I mean, think about the boho and the Scandinavian. I think that's such a cool combination. And you would never think about those two, two together necessarily. Um, would you but I color, think
0: they, hmm? a
1: color boho or a neutral boho with a the Scandinavian? With a white Scandinavian? With all yeah. The white I mean, pieces? I'm visualizing like a, the color, you know, saturated color boho with the real white Scandinavian mm, look. I yeah. think that's so cool. And for me, I, if I was going to go with that look, I'd probably be my 70, 80 you know, 65 and a half would be the um, the Scandinavian. Scandinavian. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you're adding the pops of color that would work for me if I was going to do those looks combined. And mixed in with that, you can, sure, you could throw in some cool vintage and stuff like that or contemporary art. I mean, I could picture like a very abstract piece of art in the, those bright, bright colors also working in a room like that. So it really, I would, if I was starting out, and trying to really develop my own style with mixing different styles, and I knew I didn't want to stick with one style, which, you know, we're suggesting you don't these days, Um, I would first try to see what styles I'm most drawn to right? Whether that's creating Pinterest boards and just seeing, you know, what... Sometimes you end up repeating the same pins. you just, you know, you're, it's a Sunday morning or something, and like you're drawn to it. You don't even realize you've already pinned that Those, you know, that's three times That's the style you already. know
2: you love. That's the right? style you right. know you love. Exactly. Mm-hmm.
1: So then yeah. you go through, after mm-hmm. you've collected a number of pins on the board, you know, 30 some odd upwards of there, pins on the board, you know, then take some time and go through it and look and see, you know, what really is speaking to you? What's resonating with you? And pick maybe two Three tops. What do you guys think? I mean, you know, I don't think I would mix, you know, five styles. I don't, I think I would cap it at two or three. Two to three.
0: Yeah. I think that's a good idea. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because if there's too many different ones, then it begins to have a confusing feel. You want to feel it's not a theme. That's not the right word, but you want to feel some consistency. And then it's okay to have to vary, like we said, the 30% or 20% off. It's okay to have that variance, but you want to feel this continuity. And so that's why you want more than 50% in that
2: main design style. And here's continuity definitely comes with um, from color. And we talk about color an awful lot because it's easier to incorporate different styles if you, again, have a tight color palette because um, it's not looking so frenetic. We're not getting too many things coming into our eyes and attacking our brain. Uh, then it doesn't sound pleasant. But if things are... Um, I know I like to... I just love to use neutrals but you can pick a color what you love to do if you keep that pretty consistent throughout with maybe just a pop using your um other style that you like that's a vi- that's a very easy way to mix styles if you don't get too color if you don't get too colorful yeah i think that's a great tip mhm also um if you're if you are mixing like let's say you're doing a uh classic transitional living room and you have just a very classic, I'm just going to say like your standard pottery barn sofa, because we sort of all know what that looks like. And it can even be a slipcover sofa, no ruffle bottom though, because that would be, that would just be a little too fussy and you love contemporary. Well, you could put some great contemporary chairs in there, uh, wire chairs or rattan chairs, or like, I love these leather sling chairs. They almost, um, look like they belong at the be- on the beach you know like beach chairs but they have a leather sling to them and that looks really those look those looks look beautiful together because your sofa is sort of really it's nondescript all these brushes that you can
1: work with right and you sort of it's like you're just layering into your home all the looks that really resonate with you and that will make your home really unique to you um,
2: there is a freedom about it isn't there
1: Well, yeah, you know, Mm -hmm. when I think it also freedom and it's also a certain level of confidence that you have to achieve in your decorating. And that's, you know, where we, we are hoping we're coming in for you is to help you gain that confidence because it is a very safe route to just to say, oh, I'm going to do, you know colonial (laughs) hey i think somebody should bring back colonial so maybe we'll have to do that someday but you know that popped into my head or i'm going to do french provincial or i am going to do you know classic you know pb pottery barn Mm -hmm. style or i am going to do this and uh, so everything is you know from a certain store everything is a certain look Mm -hmm. right so you know that is pretty safe and so you know you don't Safe but decorating home. is nice, but it's not great decorating. Yeah, if you guys so are capable home. of great decorating. Oh,
2: absolutely. Yeah, it's it's boring. One style can be, I mean, if it's done to the nines, it can be interesting because it's nothing that you really see anymore. It's sort of, like I said, museum-ish. But um, you want to put your personality in the things that you love, and you probably love more than one style. You like shopping probably at more than one place. And this is a way to add your personality. I love going into a person's home that has like a really interesting coffee table or a big, interesting clock or like an. Uh, a stack of really old books, just things that are so interesting and so them. And it's not like, okay, an interior designer came in here and totally did it all for you. It doesn't have a lot of personality. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. I think that's
0: really worth a lot. And I actually prefer that unique look to an over-decorated room. So I think it's kind of more fun if it doesn't look too polished and it looks a little more lived in, a little more like an individual put it together with her favorite
1: things. So I like that look a lot. Well, Mm -hmm. I think that's where people run the risk of, you know, getting a decorator, even if your decorator is great. And I'm all for decorators, you know, sporting decorators, we're decorators, you know, we help people with decorating. Mm -hmm. But there's sometimes there's, you know, the decorator look. And, Mm -hmm. you know, you might see this more so when they're doing you know, a showroom or they're doing a show house or something like that where they're not working with an individual. Because I really think any designer that's worth their salt is going to get to know their clients enough and explore their clients' uh, styles and personal effects and things like that that they would like to incorporate into their home. And that's the way I would like to decorate with my clients. And so if you've got a personal relationship with your decorator your personality is probably going to come through and they can give you some guidance uh, you know, on how to how to put it all together. But there are those rooms that are like Anita's saying, like you know it it's it's decorating for decorators almost, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's just right. too yeah. done right. and it's mm-hmm. it's too it it's it's too perfect. Too perfect, right? And not only that, not a lot of personality shining you,
2: through. You do not see the personality of the owner, and you're right. If you have a good decorator, they know your personality and your style, and they'll help you incorporate your style into your room or home or whatever you want done. And but again, we just think that these mixing of the style is a great way to bring personality into your house.
1: Oh yeah. So yeah, I think we gave a lot of good tips for mixing styles. Anybody got another one they want to add in there?
2: I just want—I just said balance a room. The visual weight should be equal no matter what you put in it. So if you're mixing styles, you just want to make sure it's all balanced. And we talked about that before. And keep that limited color palette.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's one, of good the one big
2: takeaways.
1: Yeah. And then I think, you know, if you've got a style going on, In your home right now it doesn't mean you have to throw that all out the window right so work with the style that you've got going on and and then find find your 20 find your 30 you know find the one you want to add in to shake things up a little bit and then slowly over time you know we we joke about like you know the two carts pushing the two carts at home goods you know it's fun but don't do that you know (laughs) mix in that next style your comp complementary style, kind of like your sub style to your main style, add it in slowly over time. You know, curate it. It doesn't have to all happen in one day. And don't just add it on top of what you've got because you you're probably gonna have to pull some things Edit. out of that room. That's right? right. I mean, obviously, you can't have you probably wouldn't have two coffee tables. Maybe you shouldn't have you know too many vases or too many accent pieces. So you might want to pull some of the main style pieces, accessory pieces out to be able to add in the new look. That's
2: right. I so agree with that. But we just want you to try it. If there's a style that you just really love, um, give it a try. Add a little bit to a room and see how it works out.
1: Oh, so, and we now have the tip of the day. And it's from Pam, Pam S. Pam is just such a lovely lady, and we've received a couple of emails for Pam. She wanted to share with us her success with Fusion Mineral paint on her cabinets. And she is loving them, and she wanted to know if we had ever used Fusion Mineral. And didn't we get a little set of pots of that paint at Haven one year?
0: We did, we did. But you know, I never tried it because I had so many other paints already in my paint closet. Mm-hmm.
1: Yes, Me I too. hadn't either. But Pam is a definitely a cheerleader for the Fusion Mineral Paint. So if anybody is trying some paints out there and they, or they want to paint cabinets, uh, Pam is telling us that her tip is that Fusion Mineral Paint does a great job and it really stays on and she hasn't had any problems with it. So well, there you go. Thanks for the tip. The other thing that... Uh, up with Pam is that want to congratulate her. She has become a certified stager. Oh, she took oh. a course and she said that our podcast has helped her go for it, that she's always Wish had a love her. of decor and she has definitely felt inspired by us to pursue this. So Pam, we're so proud of you. Oh, yay. Yay. yay and congratulations oh. on your
2: mm-hmm. new career and your reinvention and thank you for listening and thank you for your tip wow okay that's it for today everybody we hope that you've learned a little more about how to mix styles and that maybe you're a little braver to mix styles in your own home remember we're here to inspire you to create a beautiful home until next time
1: hey everybody we want to thank you so much for listening to decorating tips and tricks And we want to make it even easier for you to listen. And it's easier if you subscribe. You just click the subscribe button on our website, www.decoratingtipsandtricks.com. Or you can subscribe through Apple Podcasts or any of your favorite podcast listeners. When you subscribe, DTT comes free right to you three days a week. So until next time.